Hello and welcome to Pence's Game Shack. This is episode 33. And today I am joined by Jeff Yard. How's it going, Jeff? Hello. It's been so long since he spoke. Um, yeah. I, I know. Well. I can't remember the last time we spoke. Technically speaking, uh, technically speaking, this would go out before the uh, movie podcast. So. <laughs> oh. <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not the Doctor Who movie. We've not Town Chapels. I've already done that one. <laughs> but uh, how you doing, man? You doing well? I am. I am. Been up to much? Thinking about 50 minutes. Might go for a midnight run. Um, <laughs> other than that, it's sort of just work, coffee. Um, in a lot of Final Fantasy VII remake at the moment to to get it complete for for rebirth, so hmm. um, yeah, and um, unrelated to anything, but I got a text from my um, sort of phone. I just saying that because I've not used my phone in so long, they'll remove my number. So if if I don't use it, so at lunchtime I, I call my brother. And um, he's probably thinking, yeah, are you dying? <laughs> Why are you calling me? So, uh, I was like, hi, um, yeah, I'm just calling you so I don't lose my number. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they would do that. Um, That's great. Yeah, I think it, it, for about six months, and um, yeah, it's, it's looking, I and mean, the last time I, I did anything was back in. Uh, Eighth of September, sometime about then. So it's just like a little warning message, just to. How dare they force you to use your phone, cheeky bastards! <laughs> cheeky bastards. Uh, well, so as you uh, already mentioned it, uh, Final Fantasy Seven. So we know you're playing the Final Fantasy Seven, right? But what other games are you currently playing? I should explain, actually, I should explain, actually, before we go on to that stuff, that we do three segments of the podcast. The first is currently playing, where we talk about what we're currently playing. The second is top news, where we discuss some of the news that's uh, game-related, sometimes when Jeff is on, not game-related. And third is uh, we play together, where we discuss the game of the episode, which you obviously know where it is, because it's in the title of the podcast, which is Boston Tales to the Minor Talking. Or Minotaur King, or however you say it. Prince. Prince. Not King. Prince. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so, what are you... I'm a pleb. What are you playing, though, dude? What are you currently playing? Um, so, currently, I've, I've been doing some Disgaea, um, Final Fantasy Seven Remake, uh, Cosmic Star, um, and Tekken 8. Okay, so that's four games you're currently bashing through. How are you finding Final Fantasy VII Remake? As you, the first one you mentioned. Yeah, um, so I, I played it when it was originally released back in, I believe it's April 2020. It's during the pandemic, if I recall correctly, because I think I do remember playing it whilst I was working from home. Um, and um, yeah, but I got to about chapter nine, and then I think I just um, ended up giving up on it. Not, not, not because I wasn't liking it. I just thought 
know, get to this one other day and the, the, the other day never came. Um, <laughs> and then four years later, near enough, um, got part two of it coming out um, at the end of February. So thought I'd best get a, a shift on. So um, up to chapter 16 out of 18. Oh, not um, bad. Yeah, I should hopefully finish it next week and um, yeah, be in a position to put Rebirth, um, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth on my back burner for four years <laughs> until a third one comes out. Have you played Integrate? Um, Is it Integrate the, the, like, side, not side story, but like, plays other characters or something yeah i think that's called intermission intermission um, is it inter yeah integrate i think is like the updated ps5 version ah right that's what um, i was getting confused with because they're similar sounding names yeah it's a, <laughs> it, it's actually a pain in the ass to to find at the playstation store um or ps5 because i had it on ps4 originally so I was getting it on PS5, and I was like, what version do I get? <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah um, I, I do have intermission, and I, I think that's like a five to six hour uh, for an average game, so probably about ten hours for me. Um, but I think that's like a, a, well, a, a smaller experience, so I do hope to get that finished as well. That's cool. How are you finding it compared to? I'm assuming you've played Final Fantasy VII throughout, like the original version. Yeah, it's. Um, I, I mean, it's. Uh, I'd, I'd say it's a, a really good. Um, what's a word. Um, I, I suppose maybe not testament to the original, but it's it's a, a really good remake. It is different to the original like the original is I, I mean obviously there's a graphical fidelity um, as compared to the, the PlayStation 1 um, so so in, in terms of the graphics there's a, a massive um, difference um, the story in remake um, it's sort of focusing on, on the first portion of the game in Midgar so I've expanded it, changed a few details here and there. Um, but the gameplay system as well is, is something that, that's changed because the original was sort of your turn-based RPG. As this one's a bit more action to it. So Yeah. Yeah, it's... Um, I'd say it's a completely different experience. Uh, one that has to be... Um, you know, it's got the the core um, story and core elements um, running, running through it. Are you hoping they do more Final Fantasy remakes in this style? Like 6, 5, 7, uh, 8, sorry, or seven's already in the middle of 9. <laughs> I know they're remaking 9, aren't they? But it's going to be more like 9 was, isn't it? Or is it being yeah, not, not, not as much of an upgrade? Um, I, I, I mean, the Final Fantasy IX, I think, currently, as it stands, is just a rumour. Yeah. Um, I'll it one that has been sort of supported by, by some leaks, but 
nothing confirmed as yet. Um, I've also heard that. Oh, I've heard, also heard that they've moved to doing a anime based on FF9 or mm. some sort of show. So, yeah, it's um, d- definitely something I'd, I'd like to to see for for different Final Fantasy games. Uh, I think six would be a big one. Um, so, um, I mean, eight's my favorite. Um, it's, um, I, I think seven works well as a, a remake because, um, I, I guess everybody's sort of enjoyed the story to it, they enjoyed the characters, whereas some of the other Final Fantasies that that didn't get us, or I, I suppose where there's been a bit more, um, well, less critical acclaim for it, um, you know, it's... Um, yeah, I think either way, if, if they decide to remake another Final Fantasy, I'd, I'd definitely grab it. Um, and, and I know some people will sort of um, argue that, you know, making such grand changes that, you know, it, it's not something that they're enjoying. But I, I've always thought, you know, if it's not something that I, I'm, I prefer, I can always go back to the original yeah. game and they're always widely available, so you know, so, some people were saying that they'd just want Final Fantasy 7 but with updated graphics, they didn't want any changes to the story or of anything extra it's like, um, well, you know a, a lot of people modded the original Final Fantasy 7, so just play one of the mods um, mm. and, and you know, experience the, the original story if, if that's your thing. That's fair. That's fair. How about the other games you've been playing then? So you uh, said Final Fantasy 7, Tekken 8, yep. Cosmic Star Heroin, yep. and what was the other one? Uh, Disgaea. Oh, yeah, Disgaea. How's Disgaea going? Um. That's going all right. It's uh, my first time playing it, so um, I've been playing through with um, Trini, and she's been guiding me. Um, I'm, I'm not too sure how long it is. I think I've gotten past Chapter 5. Um, I, I, I've been levelling up my characters sort of um, in, in my spare time, so um, yeah, it's been different uh but enjoyable are you uh normally one for playing those tactical type of games then no because i, I think i'm too stupid for for them to be honest um, <laughs> don't be silly jeff <laughs> well it, it's tough um i, I think it's it, even the same with board games actually um where i'm, I'm not one to the patience to contemplate, you know, the, the longer term impacts of my uh, choices, and sort of just think about it briefly and go for the, the short term gains. And 
Mm. Yeah, ultimately. Um, I've, I've been getting food to scale okay, but um, yeah, not not without suffering casualties of when I'm having to spend a, a, a load at the um, hospital to survive all the characters that I let. <laughs> you know. Yeah, their is kicked, like... Yeah. That's just um, me, Jeff. So, I, I think I'm, I'm probably bit too impatient for strategy games and and just not um maybe not too stupid for them but maybe i've not got the sort of mindset that that would allow me to excel at at those games but i've been enjoying the experience so far i get what you're saying with with tactical games you've got to kind of think a little bit ahead but sometimes you just want to have some fun you know <laughs> just sticky shit whenever you feel like sticking it and fuck the consequences <laughs> yeah and well it's not fuck the consequences you don't think about the consequences until it's already happened and everyone's dead <laughs> uh, Again, I think games like XCOM probably punish you a bit more or, or rushing in and, and not Mm. Taking your time to think about everything, but Disgaea, uh, um, even though I have spent a bit more at the hospital than I would have liked, uh, I, I have been getting through the, the story okay, so. Well, that's good. At least you're making progress. And you bought chapter five, you said, so I don't know how far in the game that is. I've, I've only played some of Disgaea 1. And then I was like, oh, yes, I'm enjoying this. And then I didn't play much of it. And I was like, what? I'm just, a, I don't know. I do that with games sometimes. Enjoying it. And then I'll play something else. And then I'll start playing that. And I'm like, oh, this is good. And then I'll play something else. And I'm like, oh, this is good. And I'll play it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, my, my first introduction to Disgaea actually was um, a friend lent me one on DS. I believe it's Disgaea 4. And I, I played it for about five minutes to one side and about one year later he asked for it back so I obviously gave it him back <laughs> and right. uh, yeah, nay uh, my game no <laughs> possession, possession yeah. is nine tenths of the law Now <laughs> <laughs> oh, he said to him and run away with her pretty much yeah, and, fair enough. and then he said a bit back and he's like fine <laughs> Uh, how is Tekken 8 for you then? I, I'm more of a Street Fighter kind of guy than a 3D fighter kind of guy, but I'm awful at fighting games, like really bad. So, yeah, I was Tekken 8. Yeah, uh, I'm also awful at fighting games, but <laughs> I'm, I'm having fun with it. Um, I, I play through the story mode, um... And yeah, I think that the story is has, has been really good. I, I, I won't spoil it for, for anybody who wants to experience it. I but, bet um, you any money people fight in it. Yeah, there's fighting. Um, it's um, so, sort of like the conflict between Kazuya and and Jin, who are father and son. It's been going on for quite a few games now, but I the, the um, I, I guess the the quality from Tekken 7 to Tekken 8 
because Tekken 7, from what I remember, it just followed this random journalist. It's done like via stills, and um, whereas Tekken 8 is sort of all cutscenes, quite a lot of um, animation to it as well. All right. Um, and, and action. Um, so, yeah, T- Tekken 7, the story was okay, but, you know, you're sort of like, Shut this journalist stuff and, and let's get to the <laughs> the next fight. Uh, whereas Tekken Eight, you can sort of sit back and you could probably do it as a movie review on on your podcast at some point. To be honest, um, <laughs> and then yeah, but playing it with friends as well on online has been really fun. Um, not none of us are sort of like professional fighting game players, but. Um, Obviously, some of them are, are really good, but you know, we're at that sort of skill level where we can just enjoy it and um, not get too um, upset about any losses. I bet you cry yourself to sleep every time, no? <laughs> I, did. I did actually get the collector's edition as well, so I got a little gin statue. Oh, nice. Pretty good quality. It lights up as well. Um, you plug it in, um, a wing, um, and and yeah, I I got the same. I got a similar statue for Final Fantasy sixteen, and um, I must have uh, praised a Namco, uh, a Bandai Namco. They have um, produced a, a better quality statue than Square Enix. Bastards, and I. Everyone should be giving you amazing <laughs> quality shit. Oh shit, shit. <laughs> I mean, for, for the amount you pay for them, yeah. yeah I agree. <laughs> it's, uh, I, I mean, you know, we, we squaring its statue is really well designed and, and looks nice as well, but it just feels quite plasticky as um, the gin one feels more tense. Um, so. That's fair. I have not played Final Fantasy 16, neither have I played Tekken 8. The last Tekken I played was Tekken 7, and I started the game, and I was Sonya, I think her name is. No, Nina Williams. Yeah, Nina, yeah. as the kid of Sonya Blade, which is Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Nina Williams, and you start off as Nina, and you have to fight Hachi, or whatever his name is, and I couldn't even win that fight, so. <laughs> and that's the very beginning of the game. <laughs> That's a bad hour taken. Uh, yeah. So, so w- w- would you pick Tekken 8 up at all? To... It is cross-play as well, actually. That's one other good thing. So it's Street Fighter 6? Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> T- I, Tekken I 8, I, I probably wouldn't pick up. I grabbed 7 yeah. on the off chance. I played it once. I'm just so bad at uh, fighting games. I really get them. I grabbed Street Fighter 6 because I managed to get it for a fairly decent price. Like, but uh, there you go. That's fair. Cosmic Star Heroine. Good game, that. Yeah. How are you finding it? it um, yeah. Um, I think I'm on Chapter 7 so far. I'm really enjoying the, the battle system. So for for those who don't know, it's like a an RPG, sort of a, a facet style one, similar to, I suppose, like Fantasy Star, 
on a trigger. It's got battle systems, sort of like Final Fantasy X. It's like a, a, a mixture of all these game, uh, all these sort of classic RPGs. Um, yeah, it's been been really fun so far. It's um, one that I saw you play back in 2019 or 2020, and uh, I thought um, it's the one that I pick up right away. And then about five or five years later, I've finally gotten to it. How are you finding it exactly? Because I think it's really good. Yeah, no, it's... Um, I I think the, the battle system sort of stood out for me. It's quite... Um, it, I, I think it's quite difficult for games to, to make a, a, a battle system that stands out, that's quite distinct and, and doesn't mm. just follow everything else. And... I mentioned that it's similar to FF10 or, you know, Octopath, but, you know, it, it does focus a lot on elemental weaknesses, on different attacks. You can sort of only use one set of attacks before you have to defend, so, you know, it, it sort of adds a reason to, to want to defend. The defense functions also give you other benefits as well, other buffs. Um, so, yeah, I'm enjoying that. I, I do like that it's quite sci-fi focused as well. So you go to mm. different planets, um, and because I, I think when I typically think of an RPG, it's all, especially an old school RPG, it, it tends to be um, in my mind just with a fantasy setting. Yeah. And no one mentioned Fantasy Star, which also went to different planets. So yeah, it, I don't it's count. nice to have. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice to have um, something a bit more sci-fi as well. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I, like I played it as you know, like several years ago, and um, I was hoping they would make more stuff in the similar style, like. But I don't know if the company has. I haven't. I I was keeping an eye on them for a while, then I stopped because I know they made like Cthulhu Saves the World, and I think the last thing I remember on releasing was Cthulhu Saves Christmas, but I haven't played them. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm I'm not familiar with their work at all. Um, aside from what I've played of Cosmic Star so far, so um. Yeah, but but yeah, I've been enjoying this one, and um, yeah, certainly if they did a sequel or if they did a, another RPG, I'd um, yeah definitely be up for for grabbing it. Yeah, I'm sure the lot the last thing I remember them doing was Cthulhu Saves Christmas. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> okay, I could yeah, be just wrong. To quote. Last game that we made was Cthulhu Saves Christmas. It's just uh, just quoting you on that. <laughs> I honestly, uh, oh look, what's the newest release? Uh, Zeboid Digital Entertainment. This way, madness lies. Like the newest thing. Okay. There you go. Um, what? 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 What games have you been playing um, recently? Ooh, let's see. Uh, I've played a little bit of Fortnite. 
uh, with my kids. Uh, same old, shooting stuff, losing. <laughs> <laughs> turtles are in this, so that's cool. As in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Or as they were back in my day in the UK, Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Um, I've recently been playing Robocop uh, Rogue City that's rather fun um, playing Robocop just like and then (laughs) but it's not just about that there is like more to it there's like obviously side objectives Um, is searching for evidence and clues and things you know it's more than just walk around shooting shit it's a rather, rather good game. Um, if you get a chance to play, you should definitely check it out, man. Um, right. I know I'm not really selling it, but I still haven't finished it. I want to finish it, and then I was going to do a review, but I don't know if I will. <laughs> but it's it's really good. Like, when you start off, it's like, oh, yeah, it's just Robocop. You just walk around and shoot things. But, like, after you do the first mission, there's it, it opens up more. It's not like a big open-world game, but it opens up in the sense of, like, you can do side activities. You speak to a psychiatrist kind of person as as a Robocop, which is odd. But it kind of looks at is like, obviously, different sides of things, and you, have, you can have different interactions, which I think give different uh, responses from people. It's um, it's rather enjoyable. Tough in the area I was in last. I need to do some more side stuff to level up my shit. <laughs> so I could be a bit tougher and not die easily. <laughs> well, I say easily, not easily, but still die. Mm. Um, where else have I been playing? I think off the top of my head. Honestly, I can't think. I don't know why. Founded Tears of the Kingdom. Well, I finished Tears of the Kingdom recently, and I really enjoyed it. I actually put in more time into Tears of the Kingdom than I did um, Breath of the Wild. A lot of people loved Breath of the Wild. I thought it was all right. I didn't enjoy it as much as others. I still think it's a really good game, don't get me wrong, but I just didn't love it. Whereas, even though Tears of the Kingdom is the same place, um, and there's more to it. I, uh, because of that, I enjoyed it more. Obviously, the issues for some will be there's too much. There's like all the underground stuff. There's the sky stuff. The sky stuff, some people will think it's not expanded upon enough, whereas the underground stuff is just too expansive. But because I, I, I didn't pour in like a ridiculous amount of hours like some will do to try and get everything done, I put in like a hundred and something hours. So... For me, that was enough. And then I just finished the game. I was like, right, okay, I, I'm going to crack on with the story parts of stuff now because that's what I wanted to do. And honestly, I, I think it's a better game than Breath of the Wild for the most part. Okay. I miss the bombs, though. Fucking bomb flowers. <laughs> what a shite. Really ever fucking had any. Most I had at once was like eight. <laughs> Not enough. Know what I'm hearing? Wow, wow, wow! <laughs> but uh, grounded me and Cumberdanes have been playing on Wednesdays. Uh, we most of the way through that now as well. That's quite fun, even though it's got like survival aspects and they piss me off. 
uh, they're not too bad um but the game is quite tough because you've got a it's a game about you know gearing material building something using that to kill things to then build a slightly better version of it and keep on doing that and it gets tough uh some of the stuff does um i like i said i don't think we're too far from finishing it but uh we'll see that's all right if you've got game pass on pc or xbox you can you can play it it's worth checking out definitely yeah. So, so there you go. Game pass. Stop it. Exactly. <laughs> Moving on to top news. Jeff is the one with the news today, so Jeff can introduce it. <laughs> Okay, so our, our first bit of news, we've got two items for you, is um, Jim Carrey is back for Sonic 3. Um, I think um, at, at first it's sort of um, stated that he, he wouldn't appear for, for a third Sonic movie, uh, but, you know, um, it turns out that that was wrong. He is back, or, you know, he's, he's sort of slated to be back anyway, and... Um, yeah, um, I think I've only seen the first Sonic movie, but really liked his um, rendition, his um, portrayal of, of Doctor Robotnik. See, I'm <laughs> I'm I'm more controversial in that I like Jim Carrey in the film. I think he's great, but I don't think he's great as Doctor Robotnik. If that makes sense, like because he doesn't look like him, or no, it's because he doesn't. To me, he doesn't act like Dr. Robotnik does. In like the stuff I've seen Dr. Robotnik in, he's a very specific way. Whereas Jim Carrey is also a very specific way in his acting, in, in his comedic acting a lot of the time. And I think he, Jim Carrey just plays Jim Carrey. Um, not that that's a bad thing, but it doesn't to me seem like the daftness that you get from Robotnik in, say, Sonic Boom or something. Right. You know? That's fair. I think. Um, I mean, I've. I've um, the the first Sonic movie was actually the last movie I saw prior to lockdown. I actually went to see it with um, some work colleagues. Nice. Um, and yeah, because um, previously I, I I saw the initial Sonic trailer back when Sonic looked. Um, <laughs> and I say shit. <laughs> yeah, and, and, yeah I, I went into the movie not not having high expectations at all. So, um, yeah, I came out of it um, probably feeling better about it than I would have done if I'd gone in with sort of neutral expectations. Cause yeah, exceeded them. Um, and yeah, I remember enjoying. Um, Jim Carrey in particular. I've I've not seen the second one, uh, good. but really good. I think watch um, it. overall, <laughs> I, I should I should. Um, I, I think overall, but the um, feeling is that that people do like Jim Carrey. Um, hmm. I I can see why he's great. Like it's just like 
a good actor. He's funny and what have you. It's just he's not how I picture Robotnik in a sense. You know? I bet that's fair. And no, it's not because of how he looks. <laughs> uh, just how he acts. Oh. Yeah, like I said, like in other things I've seen Robotnik and he acts a very specific way, especially in the more newer stuff compared to like the old um, 90s, 90s cartoon. Sorry, 80s. And um, <laughs> he always acts in a very specific way and obviously you want to try and change it up a bit, but Jim Carrey is Jim Carrey in a lot of his films. He acts a very certain portrayals of things. He acts in a very over the top, exaggerated way, like Ace Ventura, uh, Bruce Almighty, uh, Doctor Robotnik. <laughs> they all have very over the top kind of daftness to them, and I don't feel that's Robotnik. But at the same time, I enjoy Jim Carrey in the film, so it, it you know. Kind of uh, not really an issue for me then. Yeah, no, that, that's that's fair. Um, and um, again, breaking news, guys. Um, we have also had a, a spy in our midst. Um, this was a a pigeon. Um, that was accused by Indian authorities of of being a Chinese spy. And it's detained for eight months before being released. Um, and, and do you know why it was released? Because it had a sticker on it saying it was from a different place. Um, you know what? You, you're pretty close with why it is detained. Um, I'll, give, I'll give you that. So it is detained because it had... Two rings, um, I believe, tied around its legs with what appear to be um, Chinese um, writing, Chinese symbols. Um, it, it turns out it's actually a, a racing pigeon from Taiwan that has escaped. Right. And flown um, over a border, um, obviously. Can't even trust pigeons nowadays. <laughs> It's, you can't trust anything, right? I, I, I think I saw... I, I didn't read any article or, or watch any video. I just saw, like, the um, title for a YouTube video as uh, about all these smart toothbrushes being subject to a DDoS attack. <laughs> so you can't trust your pigeons. You can't trust your, your toothbrushes. Brushes. Jesus Christ, it, it's mad, isn't it, to think your toothbrush is going to fuck up on her? I know. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. dear it. Is that what Terminator starts, guys? <laughs> With the toothbrushes. Can you imagine? It all started. Red. <laughs> With toothbrush fucking comes over the sink. Every <laughs> toothbrush says, I'll be plat. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> oh, wow. uh, I, I, I know you don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I can't know. 
I know. I agree. Really <laughs> uh, there you go, guys. Watch out for pigeons. Um, Carefully with smart toothbrush. There you go. Well then, we play together. The game is uh, Blossom Tales 2, uh, the Minotaur Prince. And uh, I got it right that time straight away, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And it uh, obviously is a follow-up to Blossom Tales, uh, but I can't remember the subtitle for the first game. So I think it had one. Was it was it like the Sleeping King. The Sleeping King, yeah, that's the, that's what it was. That's why I got King confused. Yeah, that's why it's got King. <laughs> uh, the Sleeping King, um, which we played for the podcast. I, you didn't play that much of it because you then streamed it, uh, like a git. But I played it near completion. I think, like I've done with this one, I've nearly. I think I've nearly finished it, but I haven't finished it. How how have you gone on with this, Stan? Um. So similar to a first one, I've I've not played quite as much, maybe about an hour or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be fair, I got distracted by the fishing. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I've, I've um, played a, yeah, maybe about an hour, hour and a half, I'd say. How are you finding it so far? Um, um, I, I enjoyed the first one. Um, I think I beat that in maybe. About nine hours, ten hours. Um, this one, um, I, I I like how it gives you a nice little tutorial at the start, especially fighting the different enemies when you get to choose. So it sort of introduces you to the combat. Mm. Um, the puzzles that I've encountered so far in, in sort of the first few areas have been fairly straightforward, nothing too choose. Um, also not like uh, I, I suppose it, it's stuff that you know it makes you feel clever once you figure it out um, and like like scaring the ghosts away with the lights um, I've enjoyed the first uh, boss um, as well um, which um, yeah yeah again interesting boss mechanics and um yeah, it's just a, a really good uh, I, I think I said it with the first one and I say it with this one it's a really good um, love letter to, to Zelda to sort of the classic Zelda games yeah I agree with that I, I think I said it with um I think I said it with the first game but it really make it it kind of it reminds me of top down classic Zelda, but more than anything, it makes me think of the Game Boy Zelda games specifically. The feel of the game I, and some of the things that are mentioned makes me think of that more than like Link to the Past. It makes me think of Link's Awakening and uh, the Oracle games. Yeah, that that's. I, I mean, Link's Awakening is, is it's the only Zelda game I've completed, and I've got really Disgusting. real soft spot for that game. Um, 
uh, it, because it, it was one of the, the few games that I had in Game Boy Color. So, um, yeah, but it's um, going to Blossom Tale um, and, and Blossom Tales 2, it's um, nice um, sort of, as I say, it's, it's it's good to be able to to experience that that kind of game again. Hmm. One thing I'm liking about this game, um, I don't know if you've come across it yet, uh, but you don't buy potions in this game. Again, like uh, I think in the first game, I think oh, you... the witches. Yeah, you bought potions and stuff, but in this, you can just get a health potion, and then as long as you have got the ingredients, you can just make them whenever you want, as long as you've got a pot. So not whenever you want, yeah. but as long you know, <laughs> which is still easier than buying portions. Though you tend to get a lot of money quite easily a lot of the time, but just digging and going into people's houses and smashing up their stuff, <laughs> <laughs> walking talk yeah, to someone, that... then just break all their ornaments or their chairs, open their chests, and walk off. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Okay, in the world. As I says, uh, make, make a fair amount of progress, and then the fishing in the game became available, and it's just went around fishing everywhere and just just selling all the fish. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, I've, I've made it through a fair whack. Um, I've still got... I think I'm nearing the end, but... I've still got a fair whack of space for items. I'm not sure if it's going to be various bottles or um, or maybe there's more to the game than I realise. I don't know, but there's definitely still space there for like another, I don't know, six or so items, maybe more. Right. I, I don't know. Yeah, imagine if you've committed yourself to like a an, another hundred hour game like um is of the kingdom. <laughs> no. Leave me alone. <laughs> but like I know there's some things I've I gotta go back and sort out. I gotta collect find more diamonds. I've gotta find more statues that you put like fruit on. Mm. Um I think I've still got a jar or two I can buy. You know, there's bits and bobs like that, but overall, I think if I wanted to, I could maybe finish the game. I think I'm in the final dungeon, but I don't know if it's going to be, ha ah, there's another dungeon or something, because I, I don't know. You never right. know. Never know. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I remember with the first game, I think there's certainly one puzzle that I did after Google um, I think it's to access like one of the dungeons as well um, I think it's I think the answer was something really basic that I just missed out on I, I do like how this one sort of gives you a bit of a, a range when you like a, a bit of a shadow I think for when you're doing give attacks to to allow you to determine what, what range you'll be hitting and stuff, so that's a nice mm. sort of way to... Yeah, I get you. Yeah, this... I think there's some nice... I, I, I don't know if there's, like, a lot of quality of life improvements. It seems, like, uh, pretty similar. It's just got, like, a new story, 
it's not set in, like in the same place like it does reference like uh later on you get you can get an instrument from a bard and he's like oh yes you can get this this flute and like chris is like oh you already she uh didn't uh didn't she already have a flute back in the other in the other story and then um Oh shit, what's the girl's name again? Um it begins with L, right? Lily. Yeah. Lily. Lily's like, no, that's the other stories you're thinking of with the boy or something like that. So it's referencing Zelda there, and then you can pick between two different instruments that are not an ocarina. Because <laughs> uh. <laughs> that, that's one thing I like about these games, is because it's a story being told to two grandchildren they sometimes bicker about certain things and then you decide on which one of their things. Like, it doesn't seem to change anything drastically, but it does, like, you can have a different fight or something happen. Oh, no, it's pirates. Yeah. No, I think it should be werewolves or, you know, I don't think it's werewolves, I know, but I'm just giving an example. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, no, um, I think that beginning fight is quite a... Interesting one as well, where it sort of gives you different options, and then you get to fight different enemies, and then yeah, even the 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 guy, the kid, um, comes in and you know gets defeated, and then he's like, ah, but I I came back sprung into action and defeated my sister. <laughs> and yeah. Just put, well, so. <laughs> yeah <safe>. Naughty boy. <laughs> Yeah, overall, I'm really enjoying the game. Um, I'm going to finish the game. Uh, I think I'm near the end, but I want to crack on with a couple of things because I'm like, aha, this thing is saying I need to do something, but I need something else first. So I want to work out what that, how to do with that before I finish the game. But then I'm going to crack on. Ow, I banged my elbow. <laughs> But uh, what about you, man? Are you going to crack on the game? You're gonna, or are you going to wait a little bit longer and give it a stream like you did with the first game? Or You know what? I think I might stream it. Um, so, yeah, it would probably be a, a Saturday stream at some point. Oh, nice. What are you playing on Saturdays again? Um, currently, it's Cosmic Star. I know I did it today, but that's because we've um, rejigged Disgaea. Um, possibly... Tomorrow. All right. There you go then. You should uh, you should uh, check out Jeff when he's streaming Blossom uh, Tales too. I'm I'm enjoying it quite a lot. Just uh, don't get hooked on the fishing again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try not to. Uh, brilliant. Um, I think that about wraps us up. I think it's a bit shorter this episode than normal, but at the end of the day. There's no set limit. It comes in as it comes in. But um, anything you would like to plug, Jeff? Um, yeah, um, tune in to Peds's uh, Pugsley Review movie review channel or some Midnight Run coming soon. Midnight Run, starring and that's me. it's going to be starring <laughs> Jeff. Going to be talking about the film Midnight Run on Pugsley Crew Reviews with Jeffy. Uh, not Kerr this time. And uh, also don't forget to check out Jeff on Twitch. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Jeff Yard. 
the J E F F Y A R D. Jeff Yard. You're talking about pigeons and toothbrushes. Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you very much for taking part, dude. It's a pleasure as always. No problem. And uh, goodbye to everyone who's listened, and thank you very much for tuning in. I will see you in a fortnight. Bye-bye. Hey.